Did anything happen yesterday that you were ashamed of? Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John. I am alone this week. No Hunter, no Kyle. But welcome to episode 10 and the bar is now open. Today is May 7th, 2022 and this episode will drop on our new drop date of Sunday, May 8th. So this week going forward, all episodes will be dropping on Sunday mornings. This, this week's episode is also sponsored by Anchor.fm. So we'll get right into upcoming movies. Uh, released this past Friday on May 6th was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. Doctor Strange cast a forbidden spell that opens the portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that may, may be too big for his team to handle. This stars Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Elizabeth Olsen as Wander Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch, Benedict Wong as Wong, and Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer, rated PG-13. Coming out next Friday, the 13th, coming to streaming on Peacock, I believe it is, is Firestarter. A father must protect his daughter after she develops pyrokinesis and is haunted by a secret government hunted by a secret government agency that intends to capture and control her starring Zac Efron Ryan Kiera Sidney Lemon Kurtwood Smith and that's rated R coming to Blu-ray this Tuesday is 4K versions of Jurassic Park, The Lost World, and Jurassic Park 3. Also, the uh, a collector's edition of Cursed from 2005. Uncharted is coming to 4K and Blu-ray. The Cursed is coming to Blu-ray. And Dog, the Channel Tating movie, is also coming to Blu-ray. Um, some news... Quiet Place 3 will be called Quiet Place Day 1. It'll be a prequel to the original Quiet Place and will hit theater September 22nd, 2023. Um, Dead Sled Coffee has announced Never Sleep Again, a coffee based off of The Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Jessica McKay, formerly known as Billy Kay in the WWE, has landed her first acting role in the movie Charisma Kill is set to film in the fall. Movie Crips Joe Lynch has a new project that's been announced. Ultraviolet and the Black Scorpion about a Lucha Libre wrestler that teams up with a high school student and fights crime will premiere on the Disney Channel on June 4th. Um, Jeepers Creepers Reborn uh, has been caught up in property in a property fraud lawsuit. Filed almost immediately after the existence of Jeepers Creepers Reborn was officially announced. This lawsuit is between Myrid Pitches Inc. and Infinity Films Holdings LLC with a whole bunch of plaintiffs and defendants listed. It involves 
the alleged breach of a right of first negotiation and last refusal for worldwide distribution rights to subsequent productions of the horror movie franchise Jeepers Creepers. The trial isn't set to begin until January of 2024. It'll be a jury trial, so it'll be interesting to see if that movie ever comes out. Um, Director Justin Lin has reportedly quit the 10th Fast and the Furious movie, Fast X, citing issues with cast member Vin Diesel. Um, And Rob Zombie announced that the original Munsters star, Pat Priest, has joined the cast of Rob Zombie's movie, The Munsters. Uh, So today, since Mother's Day weekend is this weekend, we are going to discuss the movie Mother's Day that came out in 2010. Uh, the synopsis is, in Stonewall, the couple Beth and Daniel, so happy, are celebrating in their recently bought house with their friends Gina and Trishon, Melissa and George, Annette and Dave, and Daniel's partner Julie. Beth and Daniel had lost their son in an accident, and Daniel has a secret affair with Julie. Meanwhile, a set of thieves and brothers... Isaac Ike Coffin, Adley Coffin, and Jonathan Johnny Coughlin are fleeing to the house of their mother in Stonewall after a heist of the first Omaha bank. Johnny is seriously wounded and shot, and the gang has been double-crossed by their partner, Ethan Poe, that robbed the stolen money. When the criminals arrive at the home, they discover that their mother, Natalie Coffin, and their sister, Lydia Coffin, lost the house two months ago And now Beth and Daniel are the owners of the place. They violently dominate the nine adults. And George, who is a doctor, is summoned to help Johnny. Ike calls his mother and sister to join them in the house. The deranged mother calms down the friends and tells them that they will leave the house early in the morning. After the tornado that is threatening the city hits. However, when she learns that Ike has been sending money for her, For two months, she decides to know who received the letters and kept the money. In the beginning of the night, the horror and sadism for Beth, Daniel, and their friends. Um, This movie was directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman. And it was written by Scott Milliam. The cast is uh, Rebecca D. Mornay as Natalie, Mother Coughlin, mother of Ike, Adley, Johnny, and Lydia. She's a controlling and very manipulative. She uses the hostages and personal problems to her advantages. It is strongly implied that she is not the biological mother of any of the children, and none of them are related by blood. Jamie King as Beth So Happy, the damaged wife of Daniel and main protagonist. Patrick Fluger as Isaac Ike Coffin, the eldest son of mother, who naturally is the alpha male of the brothers. Frank Grillo as Daniel So Happy, the unfaithful husband of Beth. Warren Cole as Adley Coughlin, the second oldest of mother. He has problems controlling his anger and vents his frustrations via the hostages. Brianna Evagen as Annette Lingston, the younger girlfriend of Dave Strong and Independent. She is described by mother as a tough cookie. Deborah Ann Wool as Lydia Coffin, the quiet and timid. She is the only daughter of mother and closest only to Johnny. Lisa Marcos as Julia Ross, uh, Julie Ross, excuse me, uh, 
colleague of Daniel, whom is having an affair with him. Matt O'Leary as Jonathan Johnny Coughlin, the youngest of mother, who has been shot and injured in the bank robbery gone array, reluctantly loyal to his oldest brother and mother, only murdering others to appease them. LaCreek Brent as Treshawn Jackson, the husband of Gina. Tony Napo as Dave Lowe, the older boyfriend of Annette. Candice McClure as Gina, McJackson, Gina Jackson, wife of Treshawn. Sean Asmore as George Burnham, boyfriend of mother, boyfriend of Melissa and a doctor. He revives Johnny only after going into cardiac arrest and points out that Natalie Mother Coughlin is likely to be a baby snatcher. Jesse Ruscio as Melissa McGuire, a single mother and girlfriend of George. Jay LaRose as Terry, a security guard who stumbles across the opening kidnapping. Alexa Vega as General Please, Luther. I don't have an answer for that. A party girl. AJ Cook as Vicky Rice, a party girl. Mike O'Brien as Officer Sky, a police officer hunting the family. The runtime for this movie is two hours and two minutes. It is in the genre of horror and thriller with an R rating. So I, I watched this movie yesterday to kind of recap my memories of seeing it. And it was a very intense graphic movie, even though it doesn't really show nudity or whatever, but graphic in the violence sort of way, like... You know, somebody gets their face blown off. Somebody gets a hand broken by pool balls. Somebody stabbed by their friend, you know. Um, so when I was reading the facts, it, it stated that this, the original script for this movie was called Wichita. And the script Wichita was actually about the Wich, Wich, Wichita Massacre where... Um, three guys raped, murdered, and killed five people and severely beat one over a period of days. And I never really put two and two together when I was watching this, but it makes sense. Um, some other facts about the movie. During the filming of a scene that involved guns, the actors were pulled over and held a gunpoint by the police who mistook them for people who actually robbed a bank not far from where they were filming after realizing it was a big misunderstanding the police and film team all had a good laugh about it I mean wouldn't they have had permits and at least known that there was filming going on I mean if it was outside it was raining pretty heavily so I'm sure that was a rain machine since there was a quote-unquote tornado coming but that's just my opinion um when ike takes beth to the atm the name wichita bank is visible which the film was inspired by the real crime that ha happened in wichita kansas the two brothers broke in only to be surprised by the owner his girlfriend and their friends the brothers robbed raped and tortured all the victims and before murdering all but one so Scott's script Wichita was reworked to become a Mother's Day quote-unquote remake 
I have not seen the original Mother's Day, so I don't know if it's a take for take on that. But I'll have to let you know. Um, it had a one eleven million budget and grossed eight hundred thousand six hundred three and forty four dollars worldwide. So it clearly made no money. Now, being that it's directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, who is known from Saw 2, 3, and 4, I would have expected it would have made a little money, bigger money than what it made. Um, overall, it's a good movie. If you like suspense and horror and definitely worth checking out. For my rating, I give this 4 out of 5 mugs. The next movie we're going to talk about is actually not a movie but a documentary. It is The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. So, back in the 80s, there was a wrestler by the name of Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, he was heavily addicted to drugs and alcohol. So, the... Documentary begins with Diamond Dallas Page, a former pro wrestler, now turned uh, yoga master, I guess you could say, and his partner, Steve Yu. So they drive down to Texas to see Jake, and they kind of trying to get him back on his feet. Uh, he was in a very, very bad way. He had helped Dallas early on in his career. So, Dallas felt the need to repay him. Like, you know, give him back his life. So, it starts off, you know, kind of going over the exercises with Jake. Watching him do a few. And then, Jake decides to move into Diamond Dallas Page's accountability crib in Atlanta, Georgia. Here, he would have people around he wouldn't be alone and they'd work out do the yoga and pretty much this documentary follows the journey from going into the accountability crib to the end of his journey which resulted in a hall of fame induction so during the documentary, it kind of shows the ups and the downs that Jake goes through, like going to appearances and ends up getting drunk, you know, taking, you know, trying to change his whole life around. I found this very positive and uplifting. Um, I, I got to meet Diamond Dallas Page when I was in Iraq in 2006 and I've done his yoga program for a little bit. I've just now gotten back into it. But it's astonishing the changes that Jake has made in his life. You know, currently he can be seen on All Elite Wrestling. He's doing independent bookings. He's in the Hall of Fame. During the documentary, uh, another famous pro wrestler, Ray's Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, also in really, really bad shape. He moves into the accountability crib and... Dallas and his two friends, you know, they work hard at changing their lives. And you see the improvements are incredible. I just, I wanted to discuss this documentary because I I felt it's a very 
positive piece piece to watch. Um, you can find it on uh, Amazon Prime, Tubi, Pluto TV. It's on Vudu. So definitely worth checking out. It was actually the Cal Calgary Underground Film Festival Audience Award winner for Best Documentary Feature. Uh, so the synopsis is, Fallen professional wrestler Jake the Snake Roberts battles his past demons and they struggle to reclaim his life and the family that he had given up. Through the help of retired wrestler DDP and his program DDPY, which is DDP Yoga, and Paige's po positive attitude and enforcement helps set Jake on his way. If you get a chance, check it out. You might enjoy it if you're a pro wrestling fan. Even if you're not, it's still a very positive story. So I forgot to do movies that I've watched this week. So this week I've watched, um, I watched Madagascar 1 and 2 with Hunter. He seemed to enjoy them. I enjoy them. They're, they're funny movies. It's kind of like the little innuendos towards adults that the kids might not pick up on. Um, then we also watched The Penguins of Madagascar, which is a spinoff of Madagascar. Also funny. Hunter loved the penguins. I think they're the best thing in the whole movies. <clears throat> I watched uh, Joe Bob... The last drive-in last night, the first movie was the original Night of the Living Dead, the black and white version. It was so cool to see them paying homage to that. They even had Sven Gulli on as a guest. But it was it was cool to see the Night of the Living Dead. I haven't watched that in years. As I said, I watched the resurrection of Jake the Snake, as I just spoke about. Um, I watched Black Mass, the story of Whitey Bulger being from Massachusetts. This is a story that we all know from growing up and the Winter Hill Gang down in Southie. I thought Johnny Depp did an amazing job as Whitey Bulger. Kind of reminded me of the movie The Departed, which is loosely based on Whitey Bulger, but this was the actual Whitey Bulger story. And I watched Mother's Day. Sorry this episode is so short. Hopefully next week we have Hunter back. Kyle's taking a little break. But hopefully we get him back soon. We miss him. So I think we're going to close up the bar early. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all those mothers if you're listening on Sunday. Today the day it drops. Um, the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us. Stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter. And at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. You can get official Movie Bar shirts at bonfire.com slash store slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for Anchor.fm for sponsoring this week's episode again. Um, thank you for listening. Um, please share with us. Let us know what you think, what we can do to improve, any ideas you have for the show. Hell, if you're an average movie fan and you want to be a guest, send us an email at themoviebaroutlook.com. You know, we'd love to sit down and talk movies with anybody. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. See you next week.